Welcome to Remelations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remelations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up room cycle. (laughs) And boy, do we have some of that today. I've got a great dream from Vanessa that talks about killer parties, creepy demon bouncers, and it's not okay. And don't forget catnaps, where we've got a slew of listener dreams that have to do with Missing international flights, giant pumpkin pies, walking on broken glass, and empty food courts. I'm going to wrap up this episode talking about some old-time newspaper articles about sleeping and sleepwalking and the dangers of it all. So stay tuned. And let's get started. Woo! Oh, I'm just... Dying to know. I know we can't talk about it, but I'm dying to know about your headphones. Yes, this girlie got new headphones for for Christmas. She must be a good girl. Husband. Well, I he's cute because I do mention small things, and he will pick them up. Like I'm out of perfume, and he got me new perfume. Aww. And I mentioned how, like, when I edit the podcast, my ears start hurting because they were like really <laughs> or sweating. Like, they yeah, they were like just <laughs> not expensive cheap cheap headphones i was using and it takes me a while to edit and so i mentioned how it was hurting my ears and so he got me these little beautiful sony cutie cloud feeling i love how they're cuties sony cuties cloudies that's what (laughs) they look they look great and how are you doing with them i mean i know this is the first well, they're, I can hear with them, so that's Oh, well, that's good. good. They're working. Yeah, they're working. <laughs> that's all I needed to do. As long as the microphones are working and the headphones are working, we're, we're ready to roll. Well, they look great. What a great husband you have. He is wonderful. Shall we get started, darling, on this new year, the first episode of the new year, so 2024. It's our year. You better have a good one. You better have the bomb diggiest. Are you, are you talking to dream me ever. or just ever? You to anyone oh. in all in all time in history? This better be the best dream. No this pressure. Is a lot, this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> Mindy, don't be scared. This is a little bit of a scary one. Ooh. Okay. So don't go to bed with nightmares. Okay. This is Vanessa, and she's from Aspen. I feel like we should get to know Vanessa a little bit more. I got my skis packed. I'm ready to go. Okay. Well, you can ski. I'll hang out at the lodge. I'll meet you there after a couple runs down the slope. Yeah. I don't think you want to see me ski. I did it twice when I was 12 and it didn't go well. (laughs) Anyway, she says, I know that having a bad dream is not uncommon and no big deal. But I can't stop thinking about something I encountered last night. Mm. Okay. Oh, boy. Here we go. I was dreaming that I was in a room that I haven't been in for years, but was a familiar place from my childhood. The room was full of strangers not speaking to each other and felt a bit like we were all waiting for something. 
Uncomfortable silence. La, 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 la. Oh, yeah, I'm uncomfortable already. <laughs> and we're like two sentences in. <laughs> then two men stood up and began to fight each other, resulting okay. in one of them killing the other. Not nope. necessary. Unnecessary violence. Mm-mm. Nobody reacted as though they didn't even notice, except for me. Um, hello? Nope. Um, don't. No random fighting. It's even creeper that people aren't reacting. Don't like that. Yeah, I don't like the vibe of this. I don't know <laughs> no. if it's a party or I don't know what it is. But We're I'm standing not, in line at the DMV. I'm <laughs> not digging this vibe. <laughs> at this point, I wasn't afraid. I just remember calmly deciding that I would like to leave the room. Sure. Yes. As would I. Don't know what I'm waiting for. It's time to leave. (laughs) Time to leave. I don't need to wait any longer. So I move toward the door, which is open. But as I go to step through, a figure blocks Mm -mm. me in. Mm. No, thank you. Go back. Go back to where you came from. Go back. Figure, um, sir. Figure, let me out the door, please. He's like the reverse of a bouncer. So instead of yeah, like not getting keeping, into the club, he's, he's like, no, in. you must stay. You didn't meet your beverage minimum yet, ma'am. I'm Get back sorry. You must stay and be killed. Sorry. No, don't like reverse bouncer figure, man. Mm-mm, I don't like him either. Mm-mm. It looked like a young child at first. Oh, even weirder. But the longer I looked, the more it looked wrong. Uh-uh. I know that sounds like I've seen too many horror movies, but it wasn't how it looked that scared me. It was how it felt. Oh, that mm. just that just gave me chills. It felt like a presence, not native to the dream, like the strangers in the room, but an encounter with something sinister. It really mm-hmm. wanted me to stay in the room where the strangers were getting killed one by one. I don't want to stay in this club anymore. I'm drunk. My shoes are in my hand, and I would like to leave. Did I pay my tab? My I don't Uber know. I lost outside. my phone, but I would still like to go. Please let me leave now. <laughs> I stood my ground. Good. And had a battle of wills with it. It responded by splitting itself into down the length of its torso. Ew, no, I don't like it. Gross. The two halves being held together by strings of sinew until it was wide enough to fill the doorway completely. (laughs) It's it's an interesting visual. I'm kidding. It's 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 kind of funny, but it's still very creepy. It's an interesting tactic to block the door, but okay. I feel like there are easier ways mm-hmm. <laughs> than splitting yourself in two. Its head reared up towards me, croaking at me. It spoke. It kept repeating the same two things. It's not okay. And a two-syllable word that I don't recognize. I think Hoo-ha! it was a... Hoo-ha! <laughs> Hoo-ha! It's not okay. Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! It's not okay. (laughs) I think it was a name, maybe its name. That's all it would tell me, getting more and more threatening. It's not okay. It's not okay. You're not letting me out of this goddamn club. (laughs) 
that's when I woke up feeling so scared. I'm not ashamed to admit. I stayed awake dwelling on what it meant. I think it wanted me to stay in the room and wait my turn peacefully like the others. But why? What's not okay? I feel so freaked out and convinced this wasn't a usual dream thing, Mm. but rather some kind of encounter. Is that silly? No, no, Vanessa, it's not silly. So, Minji, here we go again. Starting somewhere safe and familiar. It's always, it just seems like that's always the case. I'm in a room. It's somewhere where I've been. It's something familiar. But still off. And then, bam, the hammer drops. (laughs) And why are all these people in a familiar place that you don't know? Right? And you don't know them. No one's talking until two people get up and physically start to fight to the death. I would feel so, I'm so not a, I can't, I do not like watching like fights, boxing. That's just me. I don't like seeing other people in pain. I'm such an empath when it comes to that. I would, (laughs) this being stuck in this room with people just like fight to the death. uh, No. Mindy would have jumped through that door past the creature that split itself in half. She I'm would have just jumped right over it. I'm looking for like, any exit there. Peace. <laughs> I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm this out. Club. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> but um, we talked to you. You kind of said it right from the jump. Like the people were waiting for something. So it was just this ominous uneasy feeling from the jump mm-hmm. besides the hey i've been here before it's something from my childhood blah 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 mm-hmm. great what's next i feel really uncomfortable there's something wrong yes exactly yeah. and no one talking to, ew, like have you ever been in a room where like maybe you're waiting for like someone to come in to start a meeting or whatever but there's always chit chat right like have you ever been in a room that's silent I'm not a fan of uncomfortable silences. Like, Mm-mm. I can do it with my husband. Like, I feel like we can live in an uncomfortable silence and be fine with it. But if I'm in a room and everyone's just quiet for no reason, that it makes you just freak feel me out. uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it only increases that element of uneasiness. And it really sets the tone for the rest of the dream. Like, Mm -hmm. very quickly, it sets the tone for Mm -hmm. the rest of the dream. Agreed. So the two men kill each other. (laughs) I mean, first of all, they're all strangers. Two start to fight. Uh, They just, like, give each other the the eyeball look? Like, you, me, you, you, Mm -hmm. you, right Mm -hmm. now, right here? Right, right, yeah. I'm ready, let's go. Let's rumble. Like, with no words spoken. <laughs> no <laughs> words spoken still. I like, wonder if the fight was silent have? too. Was the fight silent too? It's just like, <laughs> you just hear like punches and stuff, but they're like not yelling. Not or- Did he just not like his shoes or like, like what? Dude. What? Why? I'm telling you telepathically, I hate your shoes and I'm going to kill you because no. of it. Beat your fucking Let's ass. Let's go. <laughs> and then they just... That would seem like a um, pretty logical guy reason, I think. I think guys could come up with a reason why this sounds not too crazy. I've had a little too much beer. I'm ready to rumble. Ready? Let's go. But does this represent, this is a struggle, obviously, but what does it represent in Vanessa's life? 
And why does she feel so alone? Like she's only with strangers. And like you said, why does no one react? It's really Yeah, that's the most that, uncomfortable part. And she's just kind of trying to be like, peace I'm out. I'm going to bounce. I'm going to dip out. Um, <laughs> see you fools later. Something in her that. life, I think, is making her feel uncomfortable that maybe Very. everyone else seems normal with. And there's something that she's maybe thinking. It's not uh, sitting well with her. It's not right. Something's not right. Yes, I agree totally. And she knows she needs to get out. But it's like, you can only control yourself. Well, And mm-hmm. she does that. She tries. Tries, yes. She's like, okay, something's not right here. People are killing each other. I got to get, but I'm going to do it calmly. But it's almost like, is slowly. it like an acceptance of peer pressure acceptance of a situation? Oh. It is, maybe she has a group of friends that... They're into whatever, going out partying, drinking, who knows what, ever vice. And she's just kind of at the point where she's like, I'm over it. Not, Everyone else I'm is done. kind of cool accepting it. And I'm just ready. I'm over this. Maybe it is. I'm done. Maybe it's just a life-changing she moment. She just wants like, to leave the damn club. Let her out of the club. <laughs> okay, so we start then with the figure blocking the door, right? Yes. Blocking her escape. The thing that got me the most was when she said, and this is even from a dream perspective, mm-hmm. it wasn't how it looked that scared me, it's how it felt. Yeah, yeah. Now, this gave me the chills. This is where I feel like maybe this dream is taking a different turn. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not so much about something you're fighting with, but maybe there's something maybe attached to you. And like you just said, demon. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can feel with every fiber of your being that something is wrong or sinister, like her exact words. And it's trying to keep her in a room where everyone's being killed. Is there something in her life stopping her from moving forward? Or is it this a bad influence that's holding her yeah. back? Yeah. And I think it might be that we don't like to say the D word, but I feel like there might be a D messing mm-hmm. with you and I don't think <laughs> I don't think you're that surprised to hear that honestly Vanessa because you did mention that you felt like this wasn't just a normal dream yeah but you do show your tenacity you do show your bravery because you do stand up to this thing yes and right. you know it splits itself down the middle I mean and is this just commentary on two sides of an issue or personality Mm. or is it just a super creepy and gross way to block the door i mean (laughs) it had to split itself in half to get big enough like one lungs on this side (laughs) half the intestines are on this side just some connective tissue blocking the door i hope (laughs) so here we come back to the demon issue clearly the creature is not a beacon of hope or good fortune (laughs) but it is more than that like i don't like that we can't really make out the name of this thing yeah that seems tricky to me and what did it what did it say again what were the words that it said it's not okay yeah, which does like lend itself to some sort of life it's choices, like, like it's trying to break a cycle you, or trying break. to get out of something that's been repetitive in your life, 
the, mm-hmm. the silence. Standing but then line, it gets but, more yeah. aggressive and more aggressive each time this thing says it. So it's like, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yes. I mean, it's purposely trying to throw Vanessa off, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think she knew it because she said her question was, is this just a creepy dream or was it an encounter? Could be both. It could be both, but I have a feeling just because she said, you know, she has scary dreams all the time, blah, blah, blah. This was different. And from all the sounds of it, it does sound like, to use her word, was more of an encounter than anything else. Mm -hmm. Maybe it wasn't something she's dealing with in her waking life. Could be. Mm-hmm. Could be, who knows, you know how it is. But it seems like there's something kind of extra in this one that might be messing with her a little bit. But that's why I think it's also tricky because I think it's it is doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just creating, and it's not like a whirlwind of chaos like you would think. It's very subtle. It's just like, okay, we're at a weird party. No one's talking. And then it's like, hey, Bam! Guess what? Now we're killing each other and you can't get out. And it's not okay. And uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Vanessa, let us know if you ever had this dream again. I want to know if there's any follow-up to this one. Oh, I would love that. Very curious to know. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Thank you. Thanks, Vanessa. (laughs) Bestie, you know what this time of the year is for? It's for New Year's resolutions. And you know what one of those should be? Hmm. To support our show. (gasps) I know you're trying to like, you know, uh, lose five pounds. Ah, no, (laughs) no, don't lose five pounds. Don't try to eat healthier. Don't try to go to sleep earlier. What you should do is go to remolations.com slash support. You can find all of our socials there. So if you don't follow us on the Instagram and the TikTok and the Facebook group, you can learn all about that at remolations.com slash support. And by the way, we had about a couple of our dreamers recently, I would say go viral on my part. Anything over like, you know, a thousand views. Anything over a one is viral in my... Viral to me. (laughs) Some Some of our recent dreams we put up on TikTok got some traction, some steam. So if you're not part of our TikTok, check it out. We're just at Remolations everywhere. You can find us there. And our merch comes in all different sizes in case you've put on a few pounds over the holiday season. <laughs> we got you covered, baby. We got you covered. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Mandy, guess what time it is? Well, it can only be one time, and that is catnap time. Catnap time. Hey, bestie, you know how this goes. We read through a bunch of short little dreams we don't do too much in analyzing it could be a dream story it could be maybe one sentence dream that you remembered or even just a dream thought that you had we just want to get you out there on our podcast as much as possible and keep all these fun dreams and dream stories a rolling mindy what you got well we're going to start with emily from rockingham north carolina Okay. And see, here we go. I've had this dream for years now where I'm surrounded by broken glass. Oh. Every time I try to move and get away, I keep stepping on more and more, pulling pieces of glass out of my feet and hands. This is a stressful dream. 
In some of these dreams, I ask for help and people will come and try to get me out and clean the glass around me so I can walk. But I always end up stepping on more, pulling more out of my hands and feet and repeating, trying to get away from the shards, but it just won't stop. That is so stressful. Oh, I'm so sorry. Isn't it the worst when you break a glass? Like This just happened in our house. Was it yesterday? Yesterday. Mark moved a cutting board and knocked over a wine glass. And that <gasps> fucker scattered like the Red Sea. And You don't know when there's going to be that little piece you're going to find a month later. And then it's going to get stuck in your toe. And then it's mm. going to cause an infection. I pick up all the big pieces by hand, and I try to get the vacuum and the little attachment and getting in every crack and crevice. Thought I got it all. And then today, Mark goes, I found two more pieces of glass. I'm like, how? Where was it? Where it's multiplying. (laughs) I can feel you. I can feel you, Emily. I get it because I have a garbage pileup issue in my garage right now that I need to get taken care of. But after my... One of my last get-togethers, I had quite a few bags of garbage, and I decided, um, so in my place, my garage is below me, so I decided right. to just open the door and throw oh. the bags down the stairs. And then you heard it, clink. <laughs> and then I hear, and mm. I was like, what the F mm. was in so there? And it shattered, and now there's a little bit of glass like some are still in the bag some escape the bag so it's like it's like a yeah treacherous... you gotta get down there and you're still not gonna get it at all that's for sure nope it's a treacherous it's a treacherous situation in the garage right now it's like how Shoot. long do you wear those shoes for because like i will wear shoes in the house required because i'm like i don't know if i got everything and then it's like how long do you wear the slippers or shoes? anyways all right brookie do you have a cat nap to share with our guests? i do okay let's start with this is harry and he is from maine i don't know do we have wonderful we haven't had a lot of maine people no have we? no no and we haven't had any harry's harry no. oh my god i'm so excited for you okay First, I was going to the hospital with my parents. We are waiting for the elevator near the parking lot. Dad left to park the car, and Mom was gossiping with an old lady. I didn't recognize her. Gotta it get seemed all the like deets. they were having a blast. <laughs> I would, too, if I was gossiping. <laughs> did you hear what in- Martha did? <gasps> you know, her husband came home time. very late last night too so i don't know what's going on with martha she said it was her sinuses but we know what it is (laughs) and he said i was a secretary i don't know (laughs) (laughs) a long time passed but that elevator never came i thought the elevator was probably broken because i saw various people (laughs) going in and out of the stairway door then i started hearing some really loud noises I looked around to see what it was, and I realized I was actually at the airport. Oh. That fun. place was completely empty. I thought it was kind of ominous. I wandered around for a while. Then from the really huge window, I saw a lone airplane taking off. It was a nice view. It wasn't the sound I heard, though. And that bothered me a little. Then my dream changed, of course. Scene change. Scene change. 
I was in a small bookstore with my brother. <laughs> that is a perfect scene change. This is a good scene change, Harry. <laughs> Thank you. It wasn't Hudson's News. It, nope, it was not in the airport. It was a small okay. bookstore. Okay. It was night, and the store looked like it was about to close. We were laughing. This, I think this is why I decided to share this dream, because I feel like this is something you and I would do mm-hmm. as Virgos. Yep. We were laughing at the really cheap book that was on display. There was no cover, and the pages were bound together with string. For some reason, we thought the book was a death note. (laughs) The pages were scribbled with random words in various angles and sizes. Was it it the burn book? It might have been the burn book. Do you see that they are remaking that movie with Tina Fey? I think directed it. Oh, my God. No, I did not know. Yes, they're making a whole remake of Mean Girls, and I think we have a hashtag today. I um, Hashtag, what, what does, does Tina, Tina Fey dream? dream? Oh, that would be oh so good. Tina, so, please. Tina. So, so good. You don't know how much I love you. I mean, Mindy knows how much I love you. Mindy loves you, but we I love you. Love oh boy, you. you might want to get a restraining order, Tina, before you reply. Right now, but um, um, no, yes. it's good. I'll keep her in check. Don't worry about that. That's all right. I have a magnet of you on my fridge. Don't be scared. <laughs> my brother gave it's it to merch. me. Went. It's just merch. He got it when he went and saw you and um, your good pal Amy Poehler. So, yeah, we're mm. all just good family friends here, you know. So, cool, <laughs> Tina. Yeah, just, just cool. Just let us know your dreams if cool. you want to come and know. hang out. Yeah. Also cool. And if you want to cool. invite us to your show, also great. Let us know. All good options here. <laughs> <laughs> so, this bookstore had a burn book, pretty much, a death book? Well, it was a death book note close enough the pages okay this is why i thought it was funny for us the pages were scribbled with random words in various angles and sizes and i know that would mm-hmm. drive us Sounds bananas mm-hmm. but this is why i'm like harry's part of us harry must be a virgo the last line mm-hmm. of his contribution is we were laughing at the poor space management of that book <laughs> i don't remember anything else <laughs> He's got too much on his mind. He's, he are you an accountant? Are you are are you a graphic designer? He's like, I just cannot deal with the placement of the words on this page. It's not the matchy, font matchy. is ridiculous. The size is abnormal. I can't Nothing deal close. with. <laughs> wow, that that dream did take us everywhere, Harry. All over the place. Thanks, Harry. All right. Next, I have a dream from Alex from Jacksonville, Florida. I love Jacksonville. A long time ago, I had this dream where we were in a white room, and my family and I were headed towards a giant pumpkin pie with chairs on it. Is this I mean, like if a you're... double dare? This sounds like a double dare oh my challenge God. If, if I, I can, ever heard of if one. I can... Well, actually, I don't like pumpkin pie. I'm okay, it, let's say it was apple. Do you like apple, apple. pie? I'm good with okay. any other And fruit. you had to jump in there and find any a fruit. flag? Would you do it? <laughs> would, would you just do. go head first in there? alex says i noticed that there is a slice missing my family and i all found our seats there was a little boy with a woman nearby and i think it was his mom 
I don't recognize them, but both have black wavy hair and white clothes. That's going to get messy on a pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. And I don't need hair in my pumpkin pie or any pie for that matter. Yeah, I don't want hair in anything. Please and thank you. The boy was throwing a tantrum and crying that he wanted my seat while his mother tried to comfort him. I was confused, and then I touched the pie. I licked my hand, and it was great. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I taste food in my dreams. And then I woke up. Oh, my God. Could you imagine anything better if you Mm. could get all your food craving <laughs> your out calories your, during and your, your dream. calories out in your dream oh dream calories like, oh, oh, i really couldn't eat another thing I, I ate like three pieces of pumpkin pie can we work on dream. that <laughs> can we work on that let's make this happen <laughs> let's talk some medical professionals is there a drug we can create that we can just enjoy food in our dreams and not gain a calorie or a pound that would be fabulous mindy we would be the richest people in the world, if we could make this, Fuck this podcast, Fuck we're this now podcast. pharmaceutical CEOs. <laughs> if you had like a dream food, if you could just have anything mm. you wanted tonight when you slept and it had no consequence, because you know some people Jeez. have like their lactose just, or I know. Oh, but I I'm, I don't have lactose. But if we're talking about someone who is lactose, I would give them cheese, all the cheese, yeah. all the cheeses in the world. Just so they can enjoy, because that has to be one of the worst, because I love cheese so much. So, <laughs> Just cheese plain, or are you going to have a cracker with it? Fuck, I don't need a cracker. It depends on the cheese. I, 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 the delivery system depends on the <laughs> cheese itself. You just have a little, like a little spoonful, or, or you uh, might no, need a no, little like, like I like to cracker. get like fresh mozzarella. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you don't need anything I love that. It. Yeah, and I love goat cheese, some chevre. How do you feel? What's your feelings on brie? Love. Sorry, if you have to edit that because I got really close to the microphone. Love brie; it's one of my favorites. But how do you make brie, Mindy? Do you make brie a special way? No, no, no. I don't even make brie. I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan. Oh, see, my mom makes it in a puff pastry, Mm. and then she puts the brie in, and then she puts like a, it's usually like a apricot. Oh, see, yes, I hear it goes very well with it. Yeah, that sounds delicious. I would try it that way. And then baked, and then, Mm -hmm. and with some nut, I can't remember, like walnuts or something, and it comes out, mm, chef's kiss. Well, Let's dream about food tonight and not gain a pound, besties. You ready for that? Yes. Here's your new exercise routine for the new year. (laughs) Dream Dream your exercising and dream your food and it will all happen. Only works like that. This is Heather from Shreveport. Okay. I rarely dream or if I do, I don't remember them at all. But lately, my past two dreams have actually affected how my days went. Oh, yeah. I can I can this, feel that. This, this, this is a common thing, Heather. This is a common thing. Today, I dreamed about sitting next to a woman on a couch and just watching a movie, feeling the warmth of our legs, thighs touching. Hmm? Sounds weird mm-hmm. and creepy on text, but <laughs> to be honest, there was nothing sexual about this. Okay. Just cuddle time. Just a little yeah. bit of touchy, touchiness. Just being there, feeling the warmth, 
gave me that feeling of love and happiness, which I think we all need. And it can Absolutely. come with thighs touching. It could come with a mother's <laughs> hug. Love and warmth can come in so many different ways. That feeling of love and happiness. But then I wake up back to being alone mm. and knowing that just absolutely destroyed my day we've had dreams like this where good or bad like you think about it all day all week maybe sticks with you (sighs) the other dream that heather had was kind of the same thing the same warmth love happiness feeling but just on a bed holding each other and Mm. then boom wake up my day ruined I love the moment I'm dreaming, love the feeling, just never want to wake up from it. Oh, yes. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I get it, too. You got to get that in real life. You got to get that. I know. Well, it's not as easily said as done, Mindy. (laughs) True. I know. Not everyone finds their soulmate. (laughs) For being so open and honest with us, we wish you the best of luck because you obviously have an amazing heart yes this one comes from tadase i think i said that right from vancouver bc i like that name t-a-d-a-s-a-y tadase like tadase tadase i love it either way i love it either way i had a dream that i was trying to catch a flight context i've never (laughs) flown anywhere And I've never been to an airport, so I have no idea how accurate my dream was. But I think probably not very accurate. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what it's like to be in an airport security line until you've been in an airport security line. I didn't take my first flight until I was 27, 28, 27, yeah, about that, yeah. I think you said 27. For work. I don't think I actually flew for pleasure, like for a vacation until I was in my 30s, like that's bananas, Mindy. I need you to go and experience other cultures. Oh, I, I would love to. And if I have the money, I'd send you right on your way right now. And just pack me in your carry-on. Oh, you can come along. Why? You don't have to be packed along. You're invited guests. Oh, thanks. I just want to be a stowaway. It'd be fun. <laughs> they go on to say, I am Canadian. I was born here, and I've never left the country before. Okay. In my dream... I and a couple of family members were going to catch a flight. We were all going to Europe for two nights. Two two whole nights in Europe. Does that that include the travel time there? Because that's the two nights. Turn around. You get get to Heathrow. You land in Heathrow and and then you get on another flight and you go right. Time to go home. (laughs) Two nights. I had a ticket with a specific flight and boarding time on it. When I went to board, we had to go up 27 flights of stairs. Can I get a a wheelchair, please? (laughs) Because I'm not walking up 27 Because the elevator was broken. You got to walk up those 20, not not even escalators. No, but like the luggage. Oh, my God. No, I'm calling for, I'm calling for a um, assistance. Yes. (laughs) I had to go up all these narrow winding staircases with my suitcase and everything. By the time I got there, the people in the gate said that the flight already took off and you'll have to wait for the next one. If I just climbed 
I'm sweating. I'm going to go sit on a stinky plane to turn around and come home. No. That is, this not is worth. not an okay situation for me. So I feel ya. I wasn't allowed to wait in the boarding area, but the elevators were magically working again. So I went back down to locate my family who <laughs> had not made it on the flight either. They suggested that I use the extra time to run home and get my cat so that I could bring her. <laughs> I love this story. Don't you think she would have planned this ahead of time? <laughs> Did I say, I think you, I think you needed to have a checklist. I think if you are going to travel, any trip at all, checklist. If you need a checklist, I gave Mindy a modified oh, checklist for, for domestic travel. If you, you need, <laughs> if you need a domestic travel list, I got you. If you need an international She's list, got I got you. Just all you have to do is go to revelations.com and I got this. Email us. Brooke's going to send you her lists. I got it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they go on to say, I rushed home, grabbed my cat, and carried her back to the airport. It was weirdly close to my house, I guess. They told me I couldn't check her without a carrier, so then I had to run back home and get a carrier. When I got back, the second flight was gone, and my whole family left without me. This is probably for the best. It's probably for the best because that cat didn't want to go wherever you were going. I guarantee it. Mm-mm. And number two, why didn't you have your cat in a carrier in the first <laughs> Just like swaddling it like a baby, like going through security like TSA. Well, I don't know what Canadian TSA is, but airport security with their little kitty cat. Like, uh, sorry, if I, this does not work this way. I'm not judging anyone because if I could get a cat to f- comfortably sit in a baby Bjorn, you would be the I first would, one to do it. I would wear it. I would bring <laughs> that cat everywhere I went. So a couple more things here. They say, I had to wait for another flight by myself. This time I made my flight and it went smoothly and I got to take my cat. I met mm. a random guy who worked at the airport who I told it was my first time flying. He helped me make sure that I had all my stuff properly loaded, and for some reason, I had to loan my—I had to load my own luggage on the plane. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, two hundred, three hundred people boarding a flight, all putting their own luggage on the bottom of an aircraft? And you're like, um, this is the first time you're flying. You're like, is this—is this, is this, this how, how it works? normally? <laughs> is this how it normally works? No. No, this is not how it normally and then, and then he sat next to me for the whole flight. I landed and I waved goodbye to him and walked off the plane with my cat. And then oh, I woke up. That was a lovely story. I, I understand not understand. I understand not understanding how a plane works. Because that first time I went on an airplane, I'm with my boss. And he's sitting next to me. <laughs> I know where this is going. He gave, he gave me the window seat. Nice guy. Like, totally love this boss. My manager. He goes, I look at him. I go, do planes go backwards? <laughs> and he looks at me. He's like, is this your first time on an airplane? I go, yeah. I just don't know how. Like, do we, like, back up? <laughs> I don't know how this works and he just he couldn't stop laughing the whole flight he's like i can't believe I know, you've never been on an airplane that couldn't have been probably that that was probably the best person besides yes. me right that you could have experienced that with because he made it jovial and he made it yes. silly and he made it fun <laughs> it's like yeah but also like backwards. hey 
if you actually do have questions, I can also answer those. For it, is, you. it is unique taking your first flight and and not knowing the, the the amount of like propulsion it takes to get off the ground. Oh, and the speed. It, it's insane. And it's like you're you're like in line and you're in line and you're in line and then all of a sudden you're like now it's time. It's go time. Let's go. Like you can feel the acceleration. You're like, oh, it's our turn. Yep. <laughs> Here <yep>. we go. <laughs> all right. Do you have one more for us to wrap up tonight? I do. This is Leslie and she's from Manchester. Okay. I don't know where Manchester is. There's lots of Manchester. There is. I will. It's lovely this time of year. <laughs> it's lovely. No matter which Manchester. No matter which one we're talking. My mom was a cheerleader and in Connecticut where she grew up, and there was Manchester. And do you want to hear, <laughs> since you were a cheerleader, I know you'd love to mm-hmm. hear this cheer. I my mom would always to. taught me. M-A-N-C-H-E-S-T-E-R, Indians. They were the Manchester Indians. (laughs) See, am I good? Yep, you're good. good. (laughs) I think you would have made the squad. Okay. Well, this is (laughs) Leslie from Manchester. We don't know if it's Manchester, Connecticut or elsewhere. UK, yeah. I was in a really empty mall with my parents. Same old story. We've heard this one before, right? Always in an empty mall. It seemed really late at night. Besides me and my parents, there were only the employees at the mall. It looked like it was about to close. Even so, me and my my parents decided to go to the food court to get something to eat. Was it a pretzel? Nothing Nothing better than mall food court. Come uh, on. No, absolutely. Especially when you're a teenager, there's nothing when better than When you're a teenager, mall food that's oh, the best. Because one, it's delicious, and two, you can cheap. afford whatever this yeah. <laughs> A pretzel. Give me a pretzel. Give me I'll uh, take a, a pretzel pe- slice and of a pizza. Sbarro. Sbarro. Uh, yes. Mm-mm, I'm there. Mm. My parents sat at a table, and I was getting food at a restaurant I didn't recognize. It was one of those self service restaurants. The place had the saddest selection of food. Oh. There were no plates, no sodas, not even forks. There was only (laughs) Tupperware boxes and knives. Leslie, we can make this work for you. (laughs) All we need is Tupperware knives and a couple of Virgos and we can make this work for you. (laughs) and the food was only scraps of what looked like cold cheese soaked in honey oh that doesn't sound that bad i mean cheese and honey but it looked delicious a little ricotta with a little honey drizzle man we are on the cheese train tonight we're on the cheese (laughs) welcome to the cheese train those calories don't count when you're sleeping i put some in my tupperware (laughs) (laughs) back to my parents table they were watching a martial arts tournament stream on their phones sure i started watching in my phone as well it seemed like the fighters were just sitting and talking to each other (laughs) i remember it being kind of emotional but i'm not 
so sure what it was about. Mm-hmm. And I also remember watching the One it. guy's like, do you like cheese? The other guy's like, I love cheese. Do you have a Tupperware? I do. Why are we fighting? We both love cheese. And Let's Tupperware. Let's just go to the mall food court and get some <laughs> cheese and fight over. There's no reason Done. to bicker over Done this. Done, so we, we solved that problem for the world. <laughs> cheese solves all problems. Um, I really feel like it could. <laughs> okay, so Leslie finishes with saying, and I also remember watching it at two times speed, even <laughs> though it was streaming. I don't remember anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. Yes. Mall food court cheese martial arts. I mean, it sounds like a great day overall. I think it sounds perfect. It sounds like a perfect little Saturday afternoon. Love it. Vanessa, thank you so much for your creepy, creepy, creepy dream that I'll probably have nightmares about tonight. Mm -hmm. But hopefully not. Um, And all of our catnaps. We went on such an adventure today, as we always do. And I'm craving cheese. So thank you. And I'm not that I'm never not craving cheese, but I'm especially craving cheese after these catnaps. (laughs) It's 2024, the first episode of the new year. I can't. I can't even. This this is going to be my year. How many people have said that every (laughs) this is every New Year? Do you feel it in your bones? Do you feel it? Um, I feel it deep down inside. It's good, because it's got to be one of these years. <laughs> yeah, something good's got to happen eventually. Exactly. The odds are. I, I know we've covered this before on the podcast, but I thought it'd be fun to bring out some of these old-time newspapers and talk about <gasps> old-time sleep articles and newspapers. Let's so, do it. Let's go way back. I'm talking July 10th. 1899. Yeah, that'll be a while, but a it's while a little bit ago. back. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit back. Yep, just a, Mindy, just a smidge. That's like a hundred years before <laughs> we graduated high school. So we're like a hundred and thirty years. <laughs> I don't know, a lot. This article was posted in the Birmingham Evening Mail from England, Birmingham, England. The article is titled "Sleepwalker Killed." Oh. Mm-hmm. That's a Here little sad. A strange affair has occurred at Gravesend. Early on Saturday morning, Mrs. Mary Clayton, an elderly woman and the wife of a co- copper or cooper? Cooper? Coop, 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 cooper? Is that like like a, Cop, a blacksmith? Copper. Copper is a slang term. I'm a copper. <laughs> For a police officer, because they wore copper badges, so it'd be like, "Hey, copper!" So I don't know Didn't in England. Know I'll say Cooper. I think Cooper. Cooper. Is I think okay. Cooper. Let's say Cooper. Will sound smarter. The wife of a Cooper was found by some plate layers. <laughs> I don't know what a plate layer plate? is. They set the where table. Do I, where do I send my resume? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a piece of cake, especially with Tupperware. I'm so good at organizing it. <laughs> Marie Kondo that shit (laughs) Mrs. Mary Clayton was Mm -hmm. partially dressed laying close to the southeastern railway track about a hundred yards distant from her house she had been terribly injured in the head and face 
presumably by the lifeguard of a passing engine. The lifeguard? I think that's like maybe like like a rail the front thing? shovel part of an engine. She died at Cottage Hospital without having recovered consciousness. I feel like if you get hit by a train, your chances not aren't good. good chances. Mm-mm. From the clothing worn by the unfortunate woman, it is thought that she had walked in her sleep and getting out of the house unheard was on the point crossing the railway track when she was knocked down by an early slow goods train. There is no evidence of a suffice or foul play in so far that can be ascertained. And she had never shown suicidal tendency. Hmm. That's unfortunate. But you never, like, that you don't ever know. Like, you read a story like that and you're like, uh, there's, back then there was so much unknown mental health. Right. You don't know the mental health situation, but, like, this just seems like someone slept walk onto the the rails and got hit by a train. But who knows? Maybe she was suicidal. Maybe she was just not. Maybe she got murdered. We don't know. Maybe she got murdered or maybe, or maybe. She just didn't know she's not in her right mind and she didn't know what was happening. It could have been like dementia. Miss Mary yeah. Clayton, weigh your soul forever rest in peace. We we hear and feel your story. We do. No, I know that I'm not gonna be haunted tonight. It's all good. Oh right. <laughs> not by her, but you know, there's always <laughs> Vanessa's Other, Oh no. Demon friend. <laughs> all right. This next one comes from the Quad City Times from Quad City, Iowa. <gasps> close, wow. close by. Okay. From July 19th, 1905. Ooh. The title of this is Strange Feet of Sleepwalker. It's F E A T, feet, not feet. I not was the feet say, of a, a feet? sleep. Like a feet. feet. English has to be like a very hard language to learn. It's one of the hardest languages to That's learn. What I've heard, but I'm not sure if it's our own, like, us being American, we're like, it is such a hard language to learn. Or no, it, really it doesn't make sense. There's so many grammatical things that just like, if you learn, let's say, like, let's say you learn French or Spanish or Italian, between the three of them, you could probably pick up on a few things, like, and understand kind of like well, where the, they're back going. To where nouns have grammatically male you know? female and yes okay. yeah male female like all that kind of stuff but if you learn english you're like what the feet fuck is feet. this and nothing makes sense <laughs> okay some somnibulist somnibulist somnibulists somnibulists <laughs> A person that has sambulance. A sambulinist. <laughs> a sambulinist? An S-O-M-N-A-M-B-U-L-I-S-T. Sambulinist. Okay, sure. <laughs> Experience nearly cost him his life leapt from high window. And this... Wait. This just took a turn. Okay. Okay. Eldora, <laughs> Iowa is where the story is from. July 19th. A most unusual case of sleepwalking occurred here early yesterday morning. Alfred Brown, a young man who was rooming at one of the restaurants and working while at the tile factory, got up in his sleep thinking someone was after him. 
Oh. <laughs> Hashtag, what does Alfred Brown dream? Everyone's like, Alfred Brown's going to be the first person to respond to <laughs> He's long DNA. gone, people. I feel like he's long gone. Yeah. If this was 1905, I feel like yeah. he might no longer Not be answer. <laughs> so he got up from his sleep and thinking someone was running after him. And making a run for the second story window, hurled himself through the screen and all, landing on the brick sidewalk below. When picked up, young Brown was bleeding profusely, but aside from a broken shoulder, it is thought he sustained no serious injuries. Um, I think he might that, be concussed. I think the, um, the first responders might be concussed <laughs> because I feel like you can't fall from a building in two-story window and just not be concussed. Oh, oh. Taking into consideration the distance he fell and the fact that he landed on his head and shoulder, it is a most wonderful thing that the fellow is not instantly killed. It is a most wonderful thing. <laughs> Happy New Year to us all. Sleepwalking is a common characteristic of the Brown family, and during these sleepwalking hours, many curious antics are performed. Oh. Oh. I like I the say these curious antics. Ooh, the Brown family. I would love to know more. I just want to dig into like Ancestry.com. Like, I want to know. Okay, this next one I have is from the Enid Daily News. And that's E-N-I-D. Ended. Ended. Hmm. I don't know. Daily News. From July 2nd, 1918. 1918. Wow. Two fair, young country maidens. <laughs> The That's fact me. you have to I'm start. A fair, I'm a fair country maiden. The fact you have to start with giving a physical description of someone. <laughs> they are five feet tall and they're fair Blonde. in skin color, and their hair is flaxen and their eyes are green or and blue. their bosom is <laughs> bussing. <laughs> so, because if it was someone else, you know, they'd be like calling out a big-nosed hairy man. You know, it's like. <laughs> Two fair young country maidens living Mm. near Endon planned a journey to Wichita for Monday morning. Their father bought the girls to the town in time to board train number 12 on the Rock Island line. Rock Island! I got it. But when they reached the station, they discovered the passenger would not depart until 1025. It's running a little late. It's running a little late. Okay. The father left the girls at the station, and they, having risen at such an unusually early hour, were overcome with drowsiness, and so, <laughs> reclining upon the benches in the waiting room, fell asleep. We're overcome with drowsiness. That just uh, means we Dad, got up early I'm and so we're tired. Tired. <laughs> I'm overcome with drowsiness. Dad, Dad made I'm me wake up early to get on this goddamn uh, train. I'm overcome with drowsiness, Dad. Can I lay down on this bench, please? <laughs> While reclining on the benches in the waiting room, fell asleep. While thus asleep, someone took upon themselves to relieve the girls of $38 in cash and a draft for Rude. $40. Rude. The, ma- <laughs> the maidens returned to their homes sadder and wiser. <laughs> <laughs> Without enjoying the long toward train to Wichita. 
They got robbed, dude. Just but they, they just got wiser. robbed. But they were wiser. They'll know next time not to fall asleep on they the bus. They didn't have Starbucks next to the train station back in No, you 18, gotta have one person awake, one person sleeping if you are traveling. So true. Or just you bought you wrap it around your body and body hug your secure your personal items. Everyone knows this. Including your money of $48. Put it in your boot. Put it in your boots, girl. Put it in your boobs, girl. Or your brassier. Great place. Forget those boots. Throw them in the boobs, ladies. Underneath, everyone's got a little. You're going to wake up. You're going to feel it. The end of this article says, so far, there has been no trace of who robbed the girls, but it has thought that the thief will be apprehended before evening. In, in 1908 or 1918 1918 um i don't have much faith in the fact that this is case is no. be solved. not in the least this comes from the st louis post dispatch june 29th 1919 that seems like Ooh. a lucky year i bet people had good luck that year why do you think that just the number 1919 double prime Ooh. number well, it wasn't so good for George. <laughs> George L. Buente, 21 years old, arose from his sleep yesterday at 4 a.m. and walked through a window in the third floor of his home at oh, 4215 no. Westminster Place. 4215? He was killed in the fall of 40 feet. Ah! Policemen were told that frequently he had been found wandering about his home while asleep. Vente was an electrician and lived with his stepfather, A.J. Smith. He fell in the yard of former circuit judge Thomas L. Anderson next door at 4219 Westminster Place. His skull was crushed. <laughs> They're very open <laughs> with the address details. And if you want to go check out a scene of a crime, here is the exact place where this guy had unfortunately fallen crushed. 40 feet to his death. Not good. <laughs> All right, last one. This is the Buffalo commercial, April 28th, 1916. Ooh, okay. Patrolman John G. Lip of the 12th Precinct was fined $10 and giving... <laughs> and given a reprimand by the council this morning after been found guilty of charges which were preferred against him by his commanding officer. Captain George Cress. Patrolman Lip admitted the charges. Captain Cress claimed that Patrolman Lip went into the hallway while on duty the morning of April 19th and fell asleep, <laughs> failing to make his hourly report to the desk sergeant in explanation of his admission that the charges were well-founded. He's like, yep, I was tired. Yeah, I, I was asleep. just, I was so tired about all these um, charges. I just had to close my eyes for a minute. Patrolman Lip said that his daughter had been ill for some time and that he had set up with her for several nights before the morning that he was discovered asleep. Oh. He's just trying to be a good dad. He was tired and you probably didn't let him off work. I don't Probably, blame Mr. Uh, Lip. Um, in the 19-teens? Yeah, I don't think there was, like, paternity leave at that time. <laughs> <laughs> There's barely paternity leave now for the men. Right. 
In a statement he is supposed to have made to Captain Cress, he said that he went into the hallway to watch a couple of suspicious men and fell asleep while watching them. And he had to pay $10 for that. That seems pricey in the 19... In 1916, yeah. That seems a little excessive. I mean, I understand you're trying to do a job, but the guy should have just been allowed to have off if his kid was sick. Family leave act. Non-existent. (laughs) And that, bestie, is a few more articles from old-timey newspapers. I hope you enjoy. I'm always shocked. I'm always shocked. What we find out happened so many years ago and whether it's still happening today or it's And the fact people are just walking different. outside their windows is just horrifying. Like, you gotta put locks. I mean, they guess they didn't really have locks on windows like we do today, probably. So it's just, yeah, it's horrifying. But, no screens. Uh, gotta be careful, folks. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a fun episode, but now it's time to gossip, girl gossip. Love gossip. It's um, my favorite. What's new? Do you have any re- resolutions for the new year? Are you? Uh, I know we've talked about this before. Have you? Do you feel Absol- the need to make resolutions? Absolutely none. No. Good for you. Good That's for you. where I'm going with this. You new can't year. feel them if you don't make them. <laughs> 2024. I'm just going in blind. Blind as a bat. What about you, Mindy? Do you have New Year's resolutions? Oh, yeah. We just, uh, Mark's Mark's having some knee issues, so we just bought a Peloton bike. So we're going to be doing some Pelotoning. Big you got a of, bike? Because I knew we, you always yes. had, like, the program, but not, like, Yeah, the we do equipment. a digital thing, but, yeah, we just bought the bike, so that's supposed to be delivered. So I'm hoping to get my ass on a bike and do some Can stuff. I ride your bike course, when I'm over, over there? Come anytime. Because one of the only things besides swimming and biking, I don't like any other physical activity. <laughs> I don't enjoy running. I do it because I have to. So I, I'm I'm happy to mix it up a little bit. But swimming is great. It is good. It's great cardio. But so is biking. And those are the, my two jams. Those are the two things I would actually get up and do. <laughs> If I said, Brooke, let's go to the pool tomorrow and swim some laps. Um, How many laps? Yeah. Sign <laughs> Love me it. up. I'm buying I'm the mimosas s- afterwards. Oh, that's even better. And the and cheese. <laughs> so I've also got a crazy story to share with you. Still, okay. While we're still in the holidays, I had this on my yes, note card because I yes. couldn't forget to tell you the story. Please. Christmas Eve, we have our big... Christmas celebration, like, you know, family's over, the kids are all here, wake up, presents. Our kids go to the other parents' houses. Christmas Day, it's kind of quiet in our house. It's just market. Yeah, because everything's done on Christmas Eve. Yep. So we're just lazy, little hungover, we decide <laughs> to get the one food that's open on Christmas Day, which is... Chinese food! Exactly. So I'm looking through... The, I'm just online, like, what Chinese places are open for dinner. Most of them have closed. It's probably, like, f- 6 o'clock Were at night. Were you looking to actually go out to eat or just No, no, I was going to pick it up. I was going to pick, I was going to yeah. order in or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking, and a lot of places had closed early. So it's, like, 6 o'clock. There's one, like, one place, reasonable driving place near us. <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> like, not far, like, 15 minutes, maybe. Not bad. That's not bad. And Mark's family, being Jewish, that's kind of a tradition for his family to get Chinese food on Christmas Day. 
Mm -hmm. That's all it's open. That's kind of a thing. Yep. So I, I, I'm online. I place the order, get our <laughs> meals, whatever. And it says it's going to be ready in 15 minutes. I'm like, great. I'll just hop in the car right now. Time to go. I pull up to the White Pearl Chinese restaurant. The White Pearl? And as I pull up, I do, I just feel like something's like off. Like I can, there's this, the, the lights are on, so that's good. But I just feel like something's off. I get out of my car. I walk in, the door's open. And doors open, lights on. Two Where's good my things. food? Great. This whole family. This whole family who probably runs the restaurant is sitting down in the middle of the restaurant for a family dinner. Oh, no. They have, it looks, it looks great. They have like mussels <laughs> and like some soup and ever, there's like kids and grandparents. There is a table of 10, 12 people sitting around just eating dinner. I'm like, <laughs> and this woman comes up to Hi. me and she goes, we're closed. I'm like, oh. I, I placed an order online. It said it, it let me place an order online. Like um, she said, so she asked, like, can I see it? And I'm like, sure. So I pull up my phone. I'm like, am I at the right spot? Because the first thing I'm thinking is, oh, shit, I went to the wrong place. No, right place. So I pull up my order and she's like, oh. And then she pulls out her phone. And it goes, ding, you have an order. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then she yells at someone. I don't speak Chinese. I'm I'm assuming she's you yelling don't? at someone that they didn't they didn't turn off the online ordering app. And I go, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's fine. I enjoy your yeah, family for dinner. You, I'm but so there's probably sorry. A thousand other orders. Nope, just mine. Just mine. Just one came through. It was my order for Chinese dinner at <laughs> six o'clock on Christmas Day. And so I feel so bad at this point because they are just having, they're off, everything's shut down, the fr everything. And I was like, no, don't just refund me. family dinner. I know. I'm like, just refund me. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Please, like, please enjoy your dinner. Just give me my, I'm leaving now. And she's like, no, I mean you need, sit, I'll make your dinner. I'm like, no, I don't, don't. She's like, sit. I'm like, okay, I'll sit. Okay. You listen when an elderly Asian woman tells you what to do, I, I you listened. listen. Oh my god! But I felt so bad. You're I just in listened. a situation where, where you just yes, ma'am, listen and back up. I yeah, tried yes, to say no like three times, and she led me to where I should sit and wait for my food. And I was like, okay. So, fifteen minutes later. <laughs> And the rest of the family's still enjoying their dinner. There's kids running around. I'm like, oh, I'm just like, I'm crashing someone's family dinner. I felt so awkward. <laughs> and then she hands me my food. And I say, thank you. I'm like, sorry for the inconvenience. I'm so sorry. I'm like, apologize. I'm walking. I'm backing out the door. I'm so sorry. I'm so thank you. Thank you. So sorry. And then she's like, it's okay. I walk out. The door locks behind me. <laughs> Oh, they're which, like, get this fucking white bitches out of here. <laughs> which they should have done. Which absolutely should have just not just tell me no in the first place. Right. So, they should have told you no in the first place. So we get ho I get home. We open our food. I'm not saying it wasn't warm. It was, it, it was warm. I just think that the rice might have been from the trash or yesterday's rice. Not sure. Was I, I wish I just got my money back. I felt so bad. I just, it was not a great experience. 
From the trash. It was like it was. They all obviously had like cleaned out their like rice steamer. I don't. I don't know. It was. It was not a great night. They felt bad. That's supposed to be Chinese food on Christmas. Is supposed to be like the best. But you know, it was just all about turning off the online ordering, like because you couldn't order delivery, so they had like shut that part off, but not the pickup part. I guess so. It was just Anyways, a technological sh- shout out to the White Pearl for taking care of us and uh, making my food. Thanks. Even though it was not great. White Pearl. <laughs> and that's my Christmas story. Yay! <laughs> well, I'm sure glad we have locks on our windows and love in our hearts because, Bestie, <laughs> we want you to do us one favor. And that's to tell your best friend about the podcast. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. You just tell one person. That's like I said, your New Year's resolution is going to be fulfilled. You can tell your favorite bouncer at the club that won't let you leave. <laughs> tell him, like, step aside, stringy split man. Let me get out of this club. You can tell. You can tell your favorite airline attendant that helped you board your own luggage and cat. Or you can tell your favorite Chinese restaurateur about the podcast. Just tell them, lock the door. Don't take any more orders. It's okay. People don't want to disturb you. Just tell them that. And share the podcast. That's how we grow. That's how we keep coming back each and every week is by you sharing this show with one person. And until next week, bestie, take care of that airplane cat of yours. And And sweet sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches.